What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Back on the Rob Dibble Show with Ben Darnell and your afternoon drive. Kurt Kaplan on the ones and twos, keeping us on the air. And Mike Crispino was about to uh, enlighten us about UConn men's basketball. Nice 6-0 start. We've got University of New Hampshire tonight at 7 o'clock at Gamble. But, Crispy, let's start back with Manhattan. And uh, they beat them by 30 and then uh, get into what we need to do. The same thing to New Hampshire tonight. Well, New Hampshire is a pretty good team. You know, they're four and two. They had a new coach, Nathan Davis. He came from Bucknell where he was very successful. He won a 129 games there eight years. Uh, he was part of the Bucknell staff uh, back even further when they upset Kansas in the NCAA tournament. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think that was 05, and then they upset Can- uh, Arkansas the following year. Right. So, and Buck, yeah, Bucknell, you know, it's an interesting program, uh, small school, obviously, but that's where Jay Wright came from originally. I don't know, maybe that's a birthplace of coaches, <laughs> but this guy's pretty good. Nathan Davis has a good club coming in here. Um, they're, uh, you know, pretty good shooting team, a good uh, three point shooting team, uh, more assists and turnovers. They do some good things, they take the ball away from you. They average 82 points. I mean, yeah, their wins are over Brown, Maris, and Fairfield, you know, mid-major type programs. But you can sense that there's something a little bit different going on up there right now with New Hampshire basketball. Now, there is an elephant of sorts in the room tonight at stores. Not only are we trying to keep the undefeated record alive for UConn, but they are going for a historic win tonight against New Hampshire. If they beat New Hampshire by 10 or more points, that will be number 24. 24 consecutive double-digit wins against non-conference opponents. That will beat the 08-09 Tar Heels, and that will be a new record in the NCAA record books. Anyone but besides myself and a lot of basketball people who really know this record, anyone on that roster coaching staff thinking about the record tonight? I doubt it. Uh, It'd be nice to, you know, put a feather in your cap and say you did it. Uh, But that's how dominant they've been against non-conference teams here in the last year and and a couple of months. And uh, yeah, it ran all the way through the tournament. Uh, It's amazing what they've been doing. Really. They've, They've kept the flow going. They haven't, skipped a beat really after that championship run. Uh, and, and remember, they played the last four games without Steph Castle, who's legit their point guard. Um, so they're doing things uh, every night that are – you really have to appreciate it if you're a basketball fan and enjoy it, love it. I mean, it could come down – it could come uh, to an end here soon because they got Kansas on the road later this week, North Carolina, neutral site at the Garden, and then at Gonzaga in December. So those are all three, you know, top 15-type teams. Those will be tough to beat. But what they've done, I think you got to appreciate it. This team is uh, is doing stuff that the great Calhoun teams use to do you're right get way high in the rankings uh stay up there stay highly ranked and uh and dan hurley's got it rolling i gotta say it's been fun to watch it 
Talking to Mike Crispino, play-by-play voice of UConn men's basketball. Uh, talk about that. Uh, I mean, that's a great two weeks of basketball to, to see where you're at and kind of measure you. Like you said, uh, December 1st is Kansas. The 5th is uh, UNC. And then Gonzaga is December 16th, right before the Christmas break. So, so talk about leading up to that. Um, it, you know, they've been very well balanced even without Stefan Castle. Yeah, they have. And, you know, everybody, it's a different guy almost every yeah. night. Right. Tristan Newton's been great, uh, averaging over 15 points. And uh, Caravan, obviously, double figures all six games, shooting over 50%, uh, playing the most minutes, 29 minutes uh, per game. And Spencer shooting 52%, uh, making every free throw. He's 18 for 18. His last two games, 11 for 22 from the field, 6 wow. of 11 from 3. Uh, he's 15 of his last 26 three-point shots. I mean, he's shooting 49% Cam Spencer from three-point range. So those three guys have been the linchpins, but then they're getting a clinging effort, you know, like they got the other night, 17 points in 18 minutes. And I think that's important. They have to have clinging producing at a high level coming up here because these teams they're playing are no slouch. I mean, they're all really good defensively. I mean, KU is third in the country by Ken Palm's metrics defensively. Uh, Gonzaga's 13th. They're both, I mean, uh, NC, uh, North Carolina's 13th in the offensive uh, metrics around the country. They're going to be tough to slow down. And then Gonzaga's 12th. So, you know, all three of those schools have great programs, great history. They're used to winning. Two of them had UConn on the road where it's always tougher to win. And uh, North Carolina's going to come up to the garden trying to put on a show. I can bet you that. So, this is going to be a real litmus test for them. But, I mean, when the season started and you looked at those five games, including Indiana, probably Texas, which we got, and if UConn went three and two in those five games, you'd say that's good. And then if they somehow go four and one, that's even better. I mean, you look at that nationally in the big picture, if they could go four and one in those five games, wow, that would put UConn in the top five for a while. I can't stop talking about this guy, though, man. And, gosh, Tristan Newton, to me, is just uh, – I think we're lucky to have him again this year. He went to the draft, or he tested the draft's waters, and he came back. He said, I'm going to stay for another year for UConn. He got a triple-double again against Manhattan. I do believe that's three for his career, and not many triple-doubles have been made here at UConn men's basketball. Ten. Ten triple-doubles. And think of all those NBA players that we have had over the years. This guy – got one against Manhattan in the XL on Friday. The whole entire crowd stood up when he got his 10th rebound, knowing what was going on. I don't think Tristan Newton really realizes what's going on, what he's doing with these triple doubles. When you guys interview him in the post game, he seems like the shyest cat. Does, does this guy have any realization of those kind of numbers that he's putting on with this team? I think he does a little bit. He's, a, he's kind of a shy guy. He's a humble guy. I mean, there have been 11 triple-doubles in the history of UConn basketball. The first one was in 93-94. Daniel Marshall did it with 10 blocks for his triple-double. Uh, you know, Kemba had one in the 2010-11 season. Uh, Shabazz Napier uh, had a couple of them, uh, one against Yale, one against Coppin State. Now Newton's got three. Uh, he's just a complete player. I mean, he, he's he's in it on every level, right? When the ball goes up and the shot is missed, 
Oftentimes, he's there getting rebounds. He's averaging almost eight rebounds a game. He's got 41 assists, eight, 18 turnovers in the six games. That's that's close to, you know, that's two and a half to one. That's yeah. pretty darn good. Yeah. He gets to the free throw line 32 times. He's made 29 of those. So there's not a part of his game that isn't stellar. 47% from the field, pretty good. 35% from three, starting to hit better from there. Love it. I mean, when I just think they got a good team. And when you have a good team, it's hard to defend four and five scores. There's always space on the court. And with you give shooters some space. These guys are good shooters. Newton's a good shooter. Uh, Castle's a good shooter. He will be when he plays regularly. Caravan, good shooter. Spencer, good shooter. I mean, they've got some guys who can fill it up. And because of the spacing and the bigs they have working down low, right. you get more room to shoot. And if you're a shooter and you got an extra two or three feet without a guy in your face, wow. These guys can make baskets, and and UConn has been doing that. They're scoring, what, almost 90 a game, right? 89 and a half. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. I, I mean, it's not going to be easy against Kansas. We know that. Gonzaga, we know that. And North Carolina, they're going to come up here trying to prove a point. But I believe when you have this kind of balance – you know, somebody can have a bad day, and then the other three or four, they can have good days, and you can still win. Talking to Mike Crispino, play-by-play voice of UConn men's basketball, also football, and the season concluded with a win over UMass the other day. Uh, their next game is August 31st, 2024, against Maryland, That's and then their next home game is September 7th against Army. Let's go. Um, what is this team going to look like next year, according to Jim Moore, Jr.? <laughs> That's a great question, uh, and nobody knows. First of all, he's got to make sure the guys that, that were good players for him this year stick around, right? Justin Jolie caught over 50 balls as a tight end, excellent player. Uh, you know, Taquan Roberson had a good year at quarterback. The two running backs, Cam Edwards, uh, Victor Rosa, were very good. Lewis Hansen, I think the tight end, caught a ball the other day. I think he could be a quality guy going forward, uh, maybe in a little different offensive system. Uh, but will they all stay? I don't know. And, and I, I hope that for Jim Moore, sake and his staff they keep the good ones you know chase lund you got to keep him the tackle uh, on the defensive line dalmont gordine you got to keep him you got to recruit your own guys these days and whether that means coming up with some uh, you know financial considerations for them to stick around that's what you got to do and they're making some progress in that direction i mean they don't have the six million bucks that florida state has to work with their roster and you know pay guys what they need to pay them they don't have that but they've got some been going now and I think uh, Jim Moore and his staff is pretty good at analyzing the talent that's out there the question is how do you convince them coming to UConn and playing here can be just as good for their career whatever it may be going forward as going I don't know to Texas A&M or going to Florida or going anywhere right they got to convince people of that that playing time still matters guys want to play and I think there's a chance that good players could come here and play right away on both sides of the ball. And I think uh, they can do that. I think UConn can recruit guys like that. But you got to convince them, right? 
three and nine. We're coming off a three and nine year, but we got a good coaching staff. We got some great returning players, uh, and we play a good schedule. And I think football players like to play football. That's all I think. They're going to want to play. When or still to this day, uh, I still put signing day as a part of my calendar in the sports world. Now we have two signing days, especially in the world of football. You got the early signing day, which is coming up here in December, and then you have the late signing, which is the traditional one in the spring. But now it feels like this is 365, man, with this transfer portal. How much should UConn football fans keep their eyes on transfer portal coming and going from this football roster? I think they got right now. They got to keep your eye on it because it tells you what your your coaching staff's been doing in terms of preparing for this moment in time. Uh, you kind of think had I might be wrong on this. Fifteen transfers on their roster this right. year. I would yep. say five of them had major roles for the team. So I think the percentage has to be better. You got to recruit fifteen more guys in that portal. Maybe twenty. I don't know. And you got to get it right on ten of them. Right. You got to get it right fifty percent of the time at least. And if you you do that you're going to improve your team so it's very important for fans i'd be on top of it because it's fun you find out where guys have been where they're coming from there some guys have been in a couple schools already i don't hold that against a player i don't because everybody's looking for an opportunity and whether it's with uconn or name a school right anywhere you're looking for opportunities if you're a player you're trying to promote your career you're trying to move forward uh get better i i have no question this coaching staff is excellent i think you can get better playing for these guys and i think the schedules you know showcase enough that you can play in big arenas and big places against good teams uh, all those all those things being said you know it's it still comes down to the power of uh, the dollar a little bit how much are guys getting offered by other places to come play there um you know i know for the florida state for instance they have a, a 80 85-man roster 65 of their guys make money now not all of them, but 80% make yeah. a minimal amount of money, maybe twenty five to 30000 a year. Right. The other 20, those are the big ones. That's the QB. Who's going to be your you know, premier running back? Who's your wide out that's like high level? Uh, those are the guys you got to worry about. Can we find enough of them and satisfy them and what they're looking for to come here? That's the big job ahead for Jim Moore and his staff. UConn, University of New Hampshire, 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, Mike and Wayne Norman have the call. Have a great call tonight, buddy. You got it, guys. No problem. See ya. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.